0: The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com Hello and welcome to Hidden Horsepower Live. That is right my name is Joe Costello, and we are about to introduce the Brain Trust at Hidden Horsepower for this special Facebook group-only live edition of the podcast. Starting off, let's just bring him on. We got Lake Speed Jr., head tribologist. We've got Matt Hartford, the CEO, and we've got the director of technical sales, who also got the job as co-host of the Hidden Horsepower podcast on a regular basis, Mr. Keith Jones. Uh, we are broadcasting to the Hidden Horsepower Facebook group. And so to all of you folks out there watching, hello, welcome, happy holidays. Guys, how are you doing? Starting off with Hartford. How are
1: you, Matt? Uh, Joe, man, I'm doing I'm doing great. I mean, we got these two excellent guys with us today. So it should be a really interesting conversation. Hopefully uh, we get some good questions and uh, uh, we can move through that. <gasps> Hopefully. Hopefully. Happy. Well, bless you, Keith. Keith wants
0: the mic. Before we bring out Keith and Lake, though, Matt, as the CEO, we're going to talk some racing. We're going to talk some, uh, you know, the business. We're going to talk whatever you guys want to talk about. And that's that's my question. Like how how uh, how tight and professional is this or how much is this like, you know, recapping the year? Like, where do you want this to go? What do you want this to be? This Facebook live edition?
1: I want it to be entertaining. I mean, let's 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 face it. You know, we're in December. We went through 2020, the year that no one ever expected. You know, this needs to be something that we have a good time with. Hopefully we get some people that want to join and, and hang out with us. And and the, some of the stories that Keith and Lake will bring up, I'm sure it'll be uh, they'll be a good time.
0: Absolutely. I think so too. And I have just checked and we are on live in our Facebook group. Amazing. Lake, we've got you, you created the group a week ago, and there's already a thousand people in the group. And is it, you know, is a thousand a lot, or is it a little, these are our hardcore engine people, people interested in knowledge. And so whatever the number is, the number is, and they are hopefully out there. We invite them to comment, of course, through Facebook group. But first of all, how are you doing Lake? How are things?
2: I'm great, Uh, Joe. It's been amazing to see the growth of the hidden horsepower Facebook group. Obviously, the podcast itself has been phenomenal this year. We get, you know, I'm sure Keith will elaborate on it, just the, the amount of phone calls and emails where people are making mention of the group and just, I mean, of the podcast and how beneficial it is to them. I mean, I got an email today uh, from somebody talking about it. So the, the Facebook group was kind of a, just a natural extension, in, in my opinion, of a place where we can just share even more items that kind of build off of the podcast. So we say we talk about profilometers and bore finish and things like that on the podcast. Well then, Hey, we're at Brad Lagman's shop. And here he has all of those tools and why not shoot a video of it and share it with the group so that even he can get that deeper dive yet again, by having a group. So um, it's super great to see, so many
0: people sign up for the group and be inter- interacting in the group. And the audience is building out there. Let's bring on, now he didn't know that he was going to get the job of being co-host of the podcast, but he's the director of technical sales at total seal. And he is working it because we have put out a lot of episodes this year, Mr. Keith Jones, Keith, how are you doing?
3: I'm I'm doing great. And thanks for having me here. Uh, yeah. It's been a lot of fun, Joe. And, and you've been a big part of that. I mean, you're, you will you're the guy, everybody knows Joe And I've got to tell you, you made it a lot of fun to do it. Walking into it initially was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this, but uh, it's really been a lot of fun and been uh, very cool. Great experience.
0: Hartford had you pegged as the guy right away, though. It's kind of funny. He said when he brought the idea, he's like, this cake, listen, Keith is going to be the guy. He's got, Matt, what, prior to we discussing this podcast concept, it sounded like you had something planned for Keith because of his personality and knowledge already, like you wanted to use it up?
1: <clears throat> well, I've known Keith now since 1998. And the one thing I know about Keith is don't tell him everything ahead of time, because if you do, he uh, he may not want to do it. So <laughs> this was one of them deals, where let's get it rolling. Let's, uh, let's kind of spring it on him last minute, because I knew he was going to do a, a great job. No different than the first time I got him to do a seminar. Had you forewarned him, he wouldn't have done it. But if you just say, hey, by the way, in five minutes, you have to do this. You'll be okay. And before you know it, he's our host.
0: Yes, exactly. And does a great job. And we've had a lot of fun. Uh, Let me ask you, Keith, as we look back at the year that was on Hidden Horsepower, is there an episode that sticks out in your mind, like one of the engine builders? And we've had so many, like it's been star power big time. Keith, is there one? And Lake, I'm going to ask you the same question. Is there one that sticks out in your mind? that uh, was just full of knowledge they all are but one that sticks.
3: Well, you know, like you say you know there's a lot of great ones out there uh you know of, of course you know talking to john uh you know what a wealth of knowledge with great stories i mean they're all you know great information uh gotta say really enjoy tom martino because he's tom uh that's the best way you can say it but yeah they, they've all been really good but uh you know enjoy them all it's really hard to it's like you know what do you like better? You know peanut butter or jelly? Wow, well, I like them both. Uh, they're just different. So you know, but those are the ones that kind of stick out in my mind.
0: You mentioned Tom Martino. Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes as well. That Pink and others. Uh, but the the he was ready. He was pent up with a bunch of stories, and all of a sudden we're getting stories from Bill Grumpy Jenkins and Warren Johnson trying to drink him under the table, or you know, slipping him a Mickey. We don't know exactly what happened, but Tom Martino was ready with stories.
3: Yeah, Tom. Tom was great, and 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 like you say, and Ed Pink, you know, the old master, and you know, it's it's great talking tech. It's it's great getting the you know, the ideas out of you know, the other their mind. Kenny Duttweiler, uh, all the guys. I mean, from you know from Don to you know to to. Uh, Al Parker, I mean, just they're just all great, super intelligent engine guys, and getting that information out of them. But it's the stories that's that's my favorite part: hearing the history, what happened, how it came to be, how they came to be. Uh, that you know, that stuff that all these guys. And I've said this so many times, uh, it, especially with guys like Ed Pink, and you know, no disrespect, love Ed, but you know, hey, you know, he's getting a little long in the tooth. None of us are getting any younger. We got to get this stuff written down. We've got to get it recorded, or we're going to lose it to time. And, and they're just, you know, it's just invaluable stuff.
0: Absolutely. And Hartford, you got in on the action early as well. I think it was you and Stevie Fast on an episode. He goes on to win the world championship, your top five in the world in pro stock again. That was a pretty great episode too. Right at the very beginning, we were kind of finding our way what this uh, this thing was going to become. I think we're going to have to lean on you a little more in 2021 as a host personality of the deal. <clears throat>
1: Well, you know, we had a fun time with Stevie, and I think we filmed it probably in December, maybe I don't know. It was before it was before Gainesville, that's for sure. And uh, you know, him and I were both talking about what our season was going to be like and what we were expecting in 2020. At that point, none of us knew that COVID was going to have such a, a negative impact on the entire world. So, you know, to to do another episode like that with Stevie, looking back again, that would, that would be fun. There's a lot of a lot of guys we could do it with, but it's uh. It, it certainly was not the year that we were expecting, and, and for Total Seal to be able to have something like Hidden Horsepower and, and partner with WFO Radio to, to get our message out to so many people, that was uh, a very invaluable for everybody, I feel, because so many people were staying at home. You know, There were so many people locked down, or they couldn't go to their shop, or if they did, they had to be secretive because they might get their power or their water turned off in certain states. So to have things like this that was, you know, kind of information and education and entertainment all at the same time, I think it was, uh, it came at the right time for us. And I think it's, it's really grown.
0: It, well, Lake was just telling me yesterday, this is like a spoiler alert. Uh, after the new year, we're going to have an episode with Lynn Haddock who tuned uh, crew member, crew chief Lake's dad to that 1978 carding world championship over Ayrton Senna and, I, you know, one of my favorite episodes already, the problem is only me and Lake have heard it, but it was, it was incredible. And, and Lake and I were talking afterwards and and he said, like, this thing is working. Like people, they, they find the podcast. They listen for the personalities. They learn through osmosis. The next thing you know, they're calling you guys and, answering questions lake we have leaned a lot on your connections nascar and karting joe gibbs racing even on the uh, motocross supercross side what about you looking back on the season that has been 2020 we'll talk you know negatives a little bit later but what has stood out in your mind as you look back on the people we've spoken
3: with
2: i i'm a huge fan of the podcast i I listened to every single episode yeah i've listened to several of them a couple of times Just because I, especially a guy like Ed Pink, as a guy I've known for a long time, and just sitting there listening to him and Keith talk, it's like I'm standing in the room with them. It's, it's fantastic. It's just a great medium. I've I've told you the story, but I was in Auburn, Washington back first of October, and then uh, Dale at DG Machine shop, and, um, The guy running the home is said, I'm listening to the episode right now. This is what I do. I I can listen to the podcast while I'm at work. And it's inspiring that you said, it's the stories that the overcoming adversity, learning to push through. Those are the things that are more inspiring people to continue to push through. And I think a year like 2020 where we all needed a little bit of inspiration to keep going because of how difficult it's been, is it was the right thing at the right time. So I'm just, again, thrilled to be able to be part of this. And all the the guys that I know that have have been on with this have all said, yeah, yeah, you know, I started listening to them as well. I listened to, you know, Ron Shaver's telling me, oh, yeah, I listened to the episode with Mark Gronquist and I listened to that. So it's really cool to see the community that we're building and supporting each other and sharing that knowledge, because it is so critical that we do work together and share.
0: And, and the first episode, Jason line, Matt, as a pro stock racer, you had a, you had a strong year. You want a race, you finished top five in the world. Uh, if you're disappointed, that's awesome because that means you got a team that can win multiple races and world championships, et cetera. But as a pro stock racer, as someone who's known Jason for a long time, he was our first guest, but now he's a retired guy from then till now. Think about that. Uh, What are your thoughts on, you know, Jason, like hanging it up as a driver and going on to be a retired, I guess, kind of engine builder slash farmer. He's got those livestock animals and such.
1: Yeah, you know, as as Keith said, you know, he was talking a little bit ago about Ed Pink and you know, as 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 you know, people get long in the tooth and <clears throat> we got to uh we've got to get the stories out of him. You know, Jason's getting up there too. Don't let him kid you. I mean, he's gotta be at least fifty now. So yes. you know, he he's uh you know, he 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 taught me a lot this year. Wow. There's, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. He uh he taught me how to peel a banana. So that was that was interesting.
0: Oh really? You didn't know that you have to go from the other end? Is that what yeah. he
1: oh yeah he uh he sent me a seven minute video seven minutes my life will never get back that uh watching this video about how to peel a banana <clears throat> so but now we had a, we had a great time this year racing with him and he's going to be missed as a driver for sure you know it's it's neat to see you know i get to see a lot of the pictures that he sends to of some of his livestock and you know he's got a he's got a hell of a life down there and he's going to be great as an engine builder and great as a consultant for a lot of the teams and it's just going to, it's going to be different without knowing that he he's going to be in the other lane from time to time.
0: Yeah. It's, it's going to be different. It's going to be a bummer because I like his, uh, his style. He can bring it. He drives well. He's, you know he's one of the faces of our sport but with with that there will be a vacuum and more opportunity for certainly the young guns that are coming up but you to dive in there and get out there now keith for those that are listening on the podcast uh, after the fact this first ever inaugural live to our facebook group uh, version of hidden horsepower keith is holding up the autographed championship hat from jason line look at that keith that's uh keith who's your favorite pro stock driver Yeah, Harper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Yeah, he's lying. The uh, now let's talk about Christmas bonuses. (laughs) Yeah, right. You you were gone that day. That's it. I just wanted to throw in real
3: quick. Like Lake was saying about the podcast, the thing that really blows my mind is I get emails, phone calls, uh, you know, Facebook messages from people all over the world. The guys in New Zealand, Australia. I've got guys in Pacific Rim countries. It is amazing the reach, and and especially the response I get from people that I figure, hey, this guy's been doing this for fifty years. He doesn't need to listen to this. He knows his stuff, and they're picking stuff up. I'm getting guys saying, hey, I love him. Keep him coming. I, I people that I had no idea would listen to a podcast like that. Uh, guys mm-hmm. that I really respect in this industry, and they're listening to it. It just, like I say, really kind of you know, it's it's, it's super cool.
0: Well, I'm, I'm happy because uh, when Hartford comes and says, hey, I got this idea. And I'm like, yeah, man. But, you know, I don't know how to build engines. Guys don't know how to do that. But I know how to put together a podcast and it has worked. But you know what? Like you guys have got me like juiced. Like I want to start working on my own race car and maybe delve into some areas that I've always been fearful. Honestly, like the bottom end, like we're talking micrometer stuff that scares me. You got to bring in someone who knows their stuff for that. But not that I'm ready to do it, but I'm starting to think that maybe one day I would like to try it because of all the inspirational stuff that is being said by these guys. Like just, you know, don't be afraid to fail, get out there and do it. And I don't want to fail because that would be catastrophic financially, but it's, uh, it can be, <laughs> it's inspiring. It's been inspiring. All right. So I want to make this though, more about like the brain trust that we've got here, like Hartford's got the bleach blonde hair and everything, but, very, very smart guy. Lake without saying. And Keith, my goodness, the brain power here minus me or is incredible. Um, and so I want someone who is watching in the group after the fact, because it's going to live in the group for a while, and those on the podcast, to learn something. So, like, for instance, profilometer. I had heard the word prior to delving into this. Apparently, these things are very, very important, something that you guys uh, are, are outfitting people with. That technology, like how long has it been around? How long has it been in mainstream use and how important is it?
3: I I guess I'll jump into that one. I mean, they've been around, you know, as long as I can remember. uh, It's a piece of equipment that's evolved over time, become more accessible. That's really the thing, you know, measuring surface finishes and roughnesses uh, and be able to get that surface profile, that technology has been around for decades and decades. It just is you know, literally bringing NASA level technology down to our world where we can afford it. We can understand it. we can use it. that That's really the big thing is the accessibility that you know to this type of technology at a price we can afford
0: that's great stuff. and And Matt, like you guys making that available, making it become common commonplace. Is that right? Is that I don't know if it's commonplace, but but <clears what throat> I learned that if you don't have one, you're not doing the job right.
1: Well, he, he, here's the thing. For years and years, you look at a piston ring and and it doesn't matter if an engine guy, you know, if he has a customer and he builds an engine and that customer goes home and has a flat tire on the way home, it always seems like it's a piston ring problem. It's just, we hear it over and over that no matter what happened in the engine, it had to be a ring problem. Well, the ring has a lot of functions and one of them is it has to seal against the cylinder wall. If that cylinder finish is not correct, then the ring is never going to perform correctly, whether you're talking about from a frictional standpoint or a sealing standpoint. You know, So just for all these years that we've partnered with Rottler, we've taken their honing technology, we've taken our ring technology, and the profilometer is a way to measure what we're doing as far as the honing goes and making sure that the ring is riding on the correct film of oil on the surface finish. So you know, it's like Hidden Horsepower has been great to leverage, uh, a company like Rottler, a company that does honing, and a company like Total Seal that builds piston rings, we throw a Minotoya profilometer right in the middle, get late to make sure we have the right blend of oil or the customers are getting the right oil. We now can eliminate that one potential issue in the engine. That That's where this has become so important.
0: Early on, speaking with uh, with Keith, what you just said about whatever it is that goes wrong, the piston rings are the problem. I didn't realize that that was a thing. But now that I was made aware that that was a thing that people say, right? Because it's the one thing that they're not making, right? You know,
1: kind you of black art. It, it is
0: like a dark science. Lake, what about that? The, uh, the ability to go into an area that is a dark art and reveal why it works. And that's something we've learned a lot about this year why
2: well, that's what the whole ring seal soup that's been like the thing i've been preaching for a while now is that piston ring seal and you know yeah lynn yesterday he definitely talked about that but you go back to everybody from jason to ed pink ron shaver there's this repeated mantra that that short block has got to be able to be Functional. It's got to be able to seal. It's got to do those things. Well, it's not just one thing. It's the piston ring, the piston, the cylinder wall, the oil, like Matt was talking about. They all have to come together and produce that soup, that ring seal soup. They have to have that system uh, symbiotic relationship. And the profilometer, and I'm going to quote my good buddy uh Scooter Brothers on this: "You can't change." What you can't measure. And the reality is, with that Rottler equipment, when you're diamond honing, that you can't see a micro inch. You just can't. You can't measure it with your fingernail. The profilometer is the tool that allows you to measure that surface finish accurately so that you can know do I have the proper valley depth? to hold the right volume of oil to lubricate the ring. And as we've talked about in some of the episodes and Keith and I have talked about this a lot. And for those who are listening that really want to know more, cause this isn't the format to really get that deep into
0: it. The engine. Perf- oh, thank you, Keith. Yes, it is. Let's let's keep talking Lake and we'll put yeah. that up. Hold that up, Keith. Yeah. Keith has got the props here today. Oh, yeah, he's got all the tools,
2: all the cool stuff's in Keith's office, by the way. He's he's done this before.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh,
2: The Engine Performance Expo that Rottler is helping uh, put on, they're the guys who are really driving, making this possible. The Engine Performance Expo, there it is, Keith. (laughs) January 7th, 8th, 9th, that's when all this stuff gets real. That's where you really unlock the hidden horsepower. The amount of knowledge that's going to be shared – over those three days, mind blowing. For people who are listening that have heard of AETC, that was the engine technology conference that was part of PRI that's now been gone, you know, for a, a year and not happening this year, obviously, with COVID, this is the virtual digital replacement for that. But on a whole other level, because now you're not just having someone stand in front of a board and do a PowerPoint. Now you've got Ed Keebler from Rottler standing at the hone showing you, okay, here's the profilometer. Here's the the grit that we're going to use to achieve the valley. And this is the process of plateau honing, going through it with the different block materials, because that's the variable. And there's so many variables in ring seal soup that it's not just the block material. It's not just the oil. It's not just the amount of fuel. All those variables are in there. And the Engine Performance Expo is going to be a place where Keith and Ed dive into that and give you the real answer. So it's going to be great.
0: Exciting. And for those listening, audio only on the podcast after the fact. And we're going to have a couple of new episodes for the holidays. This will be uh, the holiday episode, but we encourage people to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, write a review uh, SoundCloud, you can get it on the new dot seal.com website, but let's tell everybody who is interested how they can sign up for that engine expo. Keith was holding up a ticket. It had some information, of course, but let's uh, let's knock out that information a couple of times for people watching this down the road, because it's going to be I always think about you guys are at the the high end. I say it all the time, you know, from stock eliminator to formula one, you guys are doing different stuff. There are people though, that are really just starting out. And if they can connect with you through this, it's going to save them a lot of uh, a lot of ground, you know, the miles of learning lessons. Wouldn't it be great if you could cut some of those miles out and just skip to the, hey, I feel pretty competent about what I'm doing. That's what expertise is all about, and that's what this Engine Expo is. So uh, throw down the information a little bit, either Lake or Keith, where people can go and sign up and what is it and where you watch and does it cost anything, all of these things. All right, so engineperformanceexpo.com. So www.engine
2: Performance Expo, all the one word, no spaces, engineperformanceexpo.com. You can register for free. doesn't cost you anything. So go there, register today. Once you get registered, uh, probably in about two weeks or so, we're going to send out all the links to be able to view it live and watch it and have the final schedule. But you know, just last week, Keith and I were at Ben's Traders, Lake Havasu City, Arizona, with Ed filming some of these things. So we're taking the latest information we have and putting in there. And again, the dates are January 7th, 8th, 9th. Now here's the deal. Just like Hidden Horsepower, this episode is live. So you can watch it live for free. But if you can't make it on those dates, still register. Go ahead and register right now or whenever you're listening to this. Go register engineperformanceexpo.com for free. Because you can watch it recording later, so this is going to not just be something that's only those three days, only those hours. This is something just like the podcast that will on demand.
0: On demand, everybody lives on demand. They got their own schedule of when they listen and how they listen and how often they listen. Uh, So at the start of the year, I was super enthusiastic. Uh, I remember going to Pomona for NHRA, going to Arizona for NHRA. And it was just, i really feeling that this was going to be a big breakout year. We all know how it went down, but my optimism extends into 2021. But I just wanted to share with you, you know, Hartford was too busy. You know, he's a busy guy, but I wanted to share some of the photographs that I took of my tour. And I snuck up on this dude right here. Look at this guy. Like, there you hey, go. What, what's going on? He's working. There's Keith Jones. At work, and Keith gave me a fantastic tour of the facility. I got to see where the king sits. Look at that. Is it the same? Yeah, it's just a different different angle, right? I saw the shop floor. We were not, you know, there was a lot of top secret stuff there that I couldn't photograph and did not photograph. Some things that we could, like Matt Hartford on the cover of NHRA National Dragster on the wall. But Keith, that was a great time. I really appreciate it. And I learned so much. Like, piston rings can get very, very large, apparently. What is this that we're looking at?
3: Uh, that that particular one's about a 13-inch bore out of a Walkinshaw engine for uh, stationary power. It can run pumps, generators, uh, all kinds of things. But yeah, we do rings uh, from about a half an inch all the way up to 13-inch and looking at doing larger.
0: And Matt, at the time, I remember Keith saying that, he loves the challenges of making rings for bizarre and weird combinations old tractors and compressors and mm-hmm. all of that stuff and uh, it didn't it didn't make it sound like you loved the off the uh, off the wall stuff what's the what's the status there
1: well you know Joe we probably got close to just in product lines you know 20. 21, 22 different product lines that are all unique to to, the application that they're gonna go in. I would have to say that Keith's been instrumental in developing a lot of these product lines. But if you go back to what you said earlier, it really rings true that yes, we're in the high end. We service some of the highest end engine builders around the world. But what we can't forget is we have to, and you're gonna see it a lot this year in NHRA. Our goal is to start educating the youth and the new people coming into the sport. People who, you know, right now an Xbox or a PlayStation and a, and a cell phone to them is what they wanna work on. We grew up where there's, you know, Keith and myself and you, you know, we, we know what points were, you know, we used to have to use a matchbook cover to set points. You, you ask somebody today, they would have no idea. Therefore they have no idea about piston rings either. So it is up to us in order to keep this industry alive and really bringing in the new people to educate everybody on this. If we do that, everybody's engines will actually be better. And that's where programs like this really help is the education about our product lines. Keith is constantly coming up with some harebrained new idea that's going to revolutionize the world. And fortunately, a lot of them work really well, which is, uh, you know, it's a great thing. And there's some paperwork on my desk right now that we're working on that definitely Keith was instrumental in and and he knows what I'm talking about. and.
0: secret stuff is that secret stuff like you got it
1: it is i mean he he gets involved in he's not involved in everything that goes on here but if it's technical and it's about a piston ring or it's something i there's not a day i don't walk in his office and i say hey keith i need help on something because the amount of the amount of uh rotations that that hamster wheel does in his head is just phenomenal i mean he's there's so much information up there you just you got to get it out while we can
0: I love it, Keith. What do you What do you say about that? Hearing Matt speak about it, what's it like to go home and like put your head on the pillow and close your eyes? Does do things uh, keep running out of control up there? Like how do you yeah, shut? Pretty much, the
3: smoke coming out of the ears. Uh, <laughs> you dream about piston rings. <laughs> right, I would imagine Silver plums and fairies. No, we're dreaming about piston rings.
0: <laughs> that is great. What is the most bizarre piston ring combination that you would say you've worked on, Keith? Uh, that uh, something that you you know someone contacted you that was out of the ordinary or old say like maybe no longer in service and you guys were able to come up with something
3: sure hang loose one second uh, i think I you know, know right i know yeah. where you're going with this one.
0: look at this he's going back he's going he's going into the yeah
2: like like
3: i've got all the fun toys um you know some of the things that are really neat to see are some of the old antique engines and you know the modern technology is incredible the computer technology that we have is amazing but to, to look back at the things that were built you know in the early 1900s you know today i like to use the phrase the look back you know we can look back at a, a small block chevy and say wow this was great but we can do this this and this to make it better uh, we have the ability to look at it and say you know, with today's technology we can put a conical valve spring in it we can put a smaller rod journal in it we can do all these things to make it better the, you know the guys back in the early 1900s uh, man they were looking at the back end of a horse that's about the only thing they had to go off of other than the amazing knowledge that they had in their minds and one of the things i want to show you is you know we're very known for the gapless piston ring and our i our design you know uh, you know joe moriarty our founder uh came up with back in the 60s it's a very elegant design easy to do easy to manufacture. But had a gentleman want to send me some rings out of a 1911 Benz. And I was corrected when I called it a Mercedes. He was very adamant to inform me that was before the merger. Uh, So here it is. Here's the piston ring, as you can see. There you go. Wow. But it's a gapless. It is a one piece gapless ring. It is made. I can get it to come apart here. Like a spiral lock. Oh. And it was our job to duplicate this. So this is a part that was made at the time about 107 years ago uh, on a lathe with some guy, I'm assuming in Germany or Switzerland, standing behind some jackshaft driven lathe making this part. So these are kind of some of the fun things that you see that you go, wow, that's, you know, it's over 100 years old and incredible technology, especially considering the time.
0: That's what amazes me. Uh, it's to me, it, it's amazing that you do what you do now with the technology that we have now. Don't get me wrong. Completely amazing. But how were they doing it then? I was having a conversation today about steam engines and locomotives in the 1800s. Like how were they even able to do it in that, uh, you know, frankly, primitive world of technology. And yet they were, they made all kinds of stuff like, which is Keith uh, just explained lake, like, That's a big part of this business, looking back and appreciating the engineering and the technology. Oh, it's amazing. Hey, like you just said, steam engine.
2: Little fun fact, 1852 is when John Ramsbottom, English guy, invented the piston ring. It was for a steam engine. It was still 30 years before they had a gasoline-powered engine. Over there, they call it a petrol engine. So that's what's cool is to have that Look back. And that's one of the really neat things that's come out of 2020 is that there's been lots of opportunities like this to make old parts, the tractors, the antique cars, the airplanes, the compressors. Yeah, people know Total Seal as a racing piston ring company. And yeah, we are really good at it. And that's how I came to know about Total Seal before I got here a year ago. But then in the year that I've been here, I've just been blown away with all the other things we do and can do. Because essentially, if you have a piston, we can make a ring for it. And more than likely, we can help you make your engine more efficient, whatever it is. And that's what's been so much fun this year. Because as a tribology guy, I'm all about friction, wear, and lubrication. And that piston ring – Ah uh, yeah that's <laughs> that's where it all comes together is that piston ring.
0: Yeah, like I don't want to say where the rubber meets the road because that's a different part of the car but certainly uh, something like that. Hey Matt, Keith just mentioned Joe and uh yeah, I've heard him mentioned with love and reverence and you're now the CEO and you guys you know bought the company and uh really have invested a lot in taking things, this is cliche, but taking things to the next level and, and, you know, going really hard into, uh, social media and doing stuff with the NHRA, et cetera. And so on the racing, of course, putting the car out there, but I think about, about where things started, tell us about Joe and how the company got to the point where you are now able to take the ball and run with it into a new place heights, but you know, the gapless ring, for instance, like, wow, an innovation like
1: that. Yeah, the uh, you know I came to work here in 1998, and uh, Joe Sr. and his son, jo- Joey Jr., uh, is, is actually who hired me, and they hired me to head up the engineering department. And so I moved from New Hampshire to Phoenix, and, and the first day that I walked in the shop, we were down off Peoria. Keith, Keith was there already. Was, Keith's been here about a year and a half more than myself. I walked in, and there was essentially the machine shop that i seen. I looked at myself, and I thought, man, what did I do? And the more I looked around, the more I seen that there was just so much potential that Total Seal and where we could go and, and the products that we could make. And we had a we had a really good name back then, but we had a gap with second ring. That was really the only product that was there. And Joe Sr. was really adamant about, hey, you can do really well here. Just, you know, bring me the ideas, whatever you want to do, if it makes sense, and we can market it and we can manufacture it and we can sell it. It'll be very good for you. So immediately we started looking at how do we either make new products or how do we change maybe the manufacturing of the way that we're making the products. And I remember going to uh, North Carolina in probably 2001. And at the time, we were just introducing our diamond finish ring, which a diamond finish, it means it was just simply uh, it was lapped to a very tight tolerance, very smooth uh, surface finish and had all the right coatings on it. And the first customer that we sat down with was Mark Cronquist, and I went into Gibbs and and uh, I believe at the time Terry Labani was just retiring or he had one more year left. I I I don't remember the exact time frame, but there was a championship, a couple championship trophies in there. And Mark's like, "So what what can you do?" And I told him what I can do, and he goes, "Okay." I said, "All right." And he says, "Well, I need." X amount of them. I said, well, are you sure? He goes, yes, if you can do what you say you're going to do. And when you came here, you said that you you came here with a plan that you're only going to tell me what you can do. And if you can do that, here's a purchase order. And I was like, okay. And he goes and he comes back and hands me a purchase order for approximately $50,000 purchase order. And it was like, wow, you know, to walk in a NASCAR shop and it was our first NASCAR order. And he said, now perform on what you said. And we met the delivery date. We met the quality they were looking for. And Mark and I, you know, became very good friends over many, many years. And him and I are still friends to this day. Obviously, Lake, Lake, I don't, were you working there Lake in 01? Were you still there? I wasn't there yet, no. And, and so, you know, came back and we manufactured, but that was Joe's, Joe's was always about Say whatever you want, just do what you say. If you promise it to a customer, you deliver to that customer. If you tell them you're going to make a date, you make that date. Whatever sacrifices you have to make internally, you make, but you don't let the customer down. Uh, you know the, the integrity that that man had was as good as anybody on the planet. He made good on promises that he made to people back in the early 60s, and it took him in, into the 90s and 2000s. To make good on some of those promises, and he always told people, "I will never, I will never let you down." And he was like a father to all of us. And it was probably when I when I approached his uh, his son and 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 his wife, uh, Joe had since passed, and and you know we talked about me purchasing the company. It's probably one of the hardest things I ever did because I had so much respect for the family and everything that they had done for me. And I just, I guess I wanted Joe to still be here. Now, you know, since then, you know, we've got a great investment group behind us. We were able to really move the company forward. Now we have a, you know, we're a lot of new equipment going on the floor. We've been able to hire people like Lake. We're getting, you know, we're just upgrading every, every part of Total Seal to take it to the next level. But we still just have to go back and look at the values that Joe instilled in each and every one of us, because that's the reason Total Seal is a success. That's
0: tremendous, and and Keith, you were there for a lot of that. Do you have anything to add?
3: Uh, pretty much, you know everything Matt said. I mean, Joe was just such a special, special guy, and you know the relationship that we all had with him. I mean, he, he's one of those guys you, you think about every day. You miss him every day. Uh, you know, treated us like his kids. I mean, really, uh, it, it kind of makes you. Would you say it makes you sad thinking about it? Because we miss him every day, and, and just what an incredible individual he is. It
0: well. Was- there's the culture there. And uh, it, that's a very important part of anything. I think about uh, sports teams, I, you got to have a culture and of winning or customer service or what you just said, Matt, delivering on your promises. And if it's made a priority and you live by it, good things will happen. And clearly, good things are happening for you guys. All right. Uh, we got a comment actually out there of uh, folks that are watching. Jeff is out there in Milstad, Illinois. He says, thanks for all the great shows and access to your expertise, which is appreciated. We're seeing some audience members come in and out in our Facebook group, the hidden horsepower group. And of course, everybody listening, uh, you guys encourage creativity at total seal. So what is this? This is a little holiday creativity for those listening. It's, um, I don't know what it is. Explain it guys. It's a piece of artwork, I guess.
1: So, uh, Aaron is one of our machinists in the back. He's been here quite a long time and he's a very talented, uh, talented guy for sure. Uh, he doesn't, he's uh, really big into like, uh, he's got like sport trucks and, and working on, you know, just in that community. So he's always out, you know, wanting to make whatever he can better. And, he came to me probably two years ago, and he said, hey, there's this old nitrous bottle up there. Um, What do you want for it? And I said, oh, you can have it. I, I don't want it. I go, why? He goes, well, you're going to see one of these days. And so a couple of weeks ago, he came to me, and he said, hey, I want to show you the project I've been working on. And I said, all right, what is it? And he goes, I built a new mailbox. And I'm like, you did what? You're supposed to be building piston rings. Yeah. No, I, I did. This was all off the clock, but I brought it in to show it to you. It's taken me a couple of years to do because I've had, you know, I've been working on my truck and working on this. I said, OK. And so he he rummaged around upstairs and he found a bunch of just parts that we have, um, you know, like the nitrous bottle, the, the connecting rod, the, the crank didn't come up from up there. The brake rotor probably did. And he put this all together. And this is his mailbox that when you flip the helmet down, the lids closed and it's got a box of rings and like they were delivered. But when you flip the lid down, the, the mailbox is closed. he have got a, uh, a smoke wrench you know, he's got a, um, that flips up so he can say when there's mail in his mailbox so that the mail, mail person knows to take the mail out. And uh, But this is some of the creativity of some of the people that we have working here. They're always looking to just make something better or different. And we take a lot of their ideas every single day to try to put it back into our manufacturing processes. And guys like him are just, you know, they're so valuable to the company.
0: Well, to have someone that is going to do that, and it's uh, for those who are listening audio only. If you're watching, of course, you see it. Uh, the bottom of the nitrous bottle has been cut off. That's where the mail goes. Is a welding helmet that uh, is the is the cover. This thing is like well thought out, and I'm sure very heavy. Like this is not going to be stolen. I didn't. I <laughs> Nobody's going to be able to pick that up. But that's cool when you have a work environment where everybody loves what they're doing, is passionate about what they're doing, and uh, feels connected to the product, right? Whatever the product is, especially in a business where the product is so vital as uh, as making horsepower. Just heard uh, yesterday with Lake, right? Like, if you don't get the pump right, nothing else matters, I know I'm sitting there holding back around not to do any more spoilers
2: from Lynn's episode, but it's, it's that same culture that he talked about that not being afraid to make mistakes, trying things. This, this company really has that culture of innovation. And it's funny when Matt's telling the story about Joe and meeting Mark and getting that first PO from Gibbs, it's like, they're thinking, I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to everybody if it wasn't for that. It's just, Stars align, paths cross, and you don't know how you where you're going to go in your life, and what paths and twists and turns you're going to take. But if you just keep striving to do your best, sooner or later, good things happen.
0: That's awesome. All right, let's uh, as we wind down here. Let me get a couple of uh, thoughts on the you know the world of motorsport in general. And I have learned from hosting Hidden Horsepower and and hanging with uh, Matt and getting to know Keith and Lake that the intersection of all racing is the machinist and engine world. That's the intersection of everything. Like you can think about IndyCar, car, you can think about formula one and drag racing and a guy with a coyote engine. And it's all of this different stuff, but the intersection where they all are connected by somebody somehow, some way is in the engine and machining world where you guys live. And it's been really cool to learn that because everybody seems to know each other. And so when you look back at 2020, When you look ahead to 2021, which will hopefully be a much more normal year, getting better and better and better, uh, you know, call out a motorsport, a team, a driver, something that you think went well, someone you think that excelled. I'll start out like Hartford. You guys did a great job with your pro stock team, pro stock, the pinnacle of naturally aspirated. Maybe something that we don't think about, right? Uh, Top five in the world again. You won in Dallas. You got a race win. You run it up at the U.S. Nationals. It probably annoys you to hear that. Yeah, he's shaking his head. But a great season nonetheless. So talk about that, and I want Lake and Keith to think about what they're going to call out.
1: Well, when you look at it, you know, part of the reason that we race, not only because I just absolutely love to, to be, you know, at the highest level of naturally aspirated racing in the world is we actually use a lot of the, a lot of the designs of piston rings in the engines that we're racing that actually go in the car that I drive. So like this year, you know, with Jason, he's anything I send him, he's willing to put into the engine and test because he knows I'm not going to send him something that I'm going to put in the car that I have to race because if it's, if I don't believe in it, I don't want it in my car. So we do send Jason a lot, and, and KB Racing has just been a testbed for us for many, many, many years. They've been willing to, anything we send them, because uh, they, they've always wanted to advance their program as rapidly as they could. Now, with, with, with all that being said, a total seal ring is in the quickest pro stock car in EFI history. So we did go 646.0 in Orlando in the beginning of the year that had a total seal ring in it. So that's, you know, for us, that's a, that's a pretty nice feather in our cap that we were that quick. Uh, you know, runner up at Indy was a heartbreak. I mean, that was just devastating to to lose that close because it is Indy first and foremost, and just any race is hard to win. There's, you know, with only a, roughly a dozen races to runner up and win one. And, you know, we won in Dallas, which was also a hard race to win, but, you know, we had a great year and, but we look around at all of our customers in pro stock and almost every car out there runs our products. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's really neat to be able to go to the racetrack and it doesn't matter if it's a guy running super stock stock or a bracket guy or a top sportsman guy, they come over to our pits. They talk about what's going on. You know, they ask questions. So to me, just being able to be out there and go racing and be with our customer base and race against them. That's what makes us sport so great.
0: Excellent. Yes. You guys did great, great year. And, uh, as someone, who I know we're speaking to the world of motorsport and engine building. If you haven't watched this team as NHRA drag racing on Fox gets ready to go in 2021, new TV contract, camping world on board, a lot of upside. Matt Hartford's a star over there, guys. You definitely got to check it out. He's all buttoned down CEO type right now. But uh, over there, he knows how to push some buttons and say some things and maybe cause a little friction, which is exactly what we need. Like he gets it. There's got to be entertainment value he gets it so check him out keith what about you looking back motorsport 2020 uh, i know you you deal with stuff that you can't even tell us about but tell us something
3: well as far as you know as far as products and you know everything it's just waiting to see the world get back right to something that we kind of recognize so many you know so many great racers so many great engine builders so many people that i've worked with that have put together new programs found new power, found, you know, the next thing, haven't had a place to go take it. Uh, You know, they need an avenue to go race this. They need to get it out there and have, you know, and show the world what they've done, show the world the power that they've picked up uh, in the offseason. That's one of the things that has come out of 2020 is, you know, one of the things we're all, we're all strapped for time. We're all running our, you know, like chickens with our heads cut off all the time. And so many of the engine guys I deal with just don't have the time to try to develop to try to find that next thing because uh, they're in what i like to call triage mode all the time you know three engines came in on monday they want them out on thursday because they've got to go racing so there there just isn't the time to try to develop well you know i I guess if there is an upside to what's happened is a lot of those guys have, have had the time to work on new programs find more power find that next thing and work on it and just really anxious to get it out there and show the world what they've found so that that's what i'm hoping to see i want to see this get back to something we recognize and everybody get back out to racing, not just certain parts of the country. I mean, you think of all the Canadian teams that didn't get to come down this year. I mean, you know, it's uh, just on, it's unfortunate, but how many of those guys didn't get to come and enjoy, you know, that racing event?
1: Even KI. I -I. mean, KI. My partner on the drag team. I mean, he couldn't even come down. He's you know, in Vancouver from CIP1. They just couldn't get away. Yeah,
0: that had to kill him. Uh, I mean, it's brutal to to be at the track when you're not racing. To you see your team, your car, your friends fighting and battling, and you can't be there. It's got to be tough. Lake, what about you? Well, I think the thing
2: about 2020 and racing that really just impressed me is the resilience of the teams. I can't really – I was trying to pick out, like, maybe one thing, but I really couldn't. You, you think about the world of outlaw guys, so many of the guys who would drive all the way across the country – and, and go out there and, and run and, and keep things going. I mean, the other day I was talking to Pat Mussi, uh doing an interview with him for the Engine Expo, and he spent six weeks in Montana for, with the Street Outlaw deals. That's a TV show, but still, they spent six weeks in Montana or Wyoming or wherever it was, you know, racing and filming to do that. And then you think about the NASCAR teams and everybody else and the amount of travel they did and that that pace of – you know, in and out of of locations as a one-day race. I remember the Darlington was the first race back at, at NASCAR for them on, on the cup team. And they go into turn one at Darlington without a single lap of practice. I mean, yeah. Darlington's the toughest track, you know, too tough to tame. Uh, those guys are going in there side by side, first lap out, haven't been in a car in months. That was amazing. Of course, they didn't. I think they had. Then I mean, they did have a crash first lap, but still, I mean, what, what do you expect? So I just love the resilience that the motor racers showed. What makes us racers? That people got in and they dug, they adapted to the uh, environment and circumstances, rose to the challenge, and that's what's cool. And I mean, Keith knows it. I mean, Kevin and Bobby, the guys on the phone, they know it. That. Since the 1st of December or so after Thanksgiving, the notch here has been turned up a few levels. Just the pace, the intensity, you see people hungry to go back racing. That This has made them stronger, not weaker.
0: I love it. I I love it. And I I do. I think about Matt talking about having the quickest uh, pro stock car of the EFI era. And everyone's had a lot of time to work. And I'm hoping we come out in 2021. And exactly that is true lake that uh, people have used this time to get ahead and next year we'll be able to go out and show what was accomplished in this time and it's going to be great uh final thoughts gentlemen we'll start out with keith uh i want what i want to know is that who are the unconverted everybody i talk to everybody that i see winning seems to run total seal and they're like yeah total seal we got all these customers all these great people who are the unconverted that we're trying to bring on board with this product and i really don't understand why they have not already a couple of episodes ago it's like you know 80% of the people that win are the people or more are using total seal so keith your thoughts on that final thought on the episode as we get ready to go into the holidays and turn the year from 2020 to
3: 2021 well the unconverted and we won't name them by name uh, but there are some out there, <laughs> as we all know. and it, it, they're, they're honestly the people that haven't bothered to tie, you know take the time and, and call us and talk to us. You know, we are a a one on one company. We want to talk to you. We want to talk to you about your application and why just taking the rings that come with the pistons may not be beneficial to your application. You know we've got a better mousetrap. We've got a better way of doing it. we We love to know what it is specifically you're doing and what can we do to make it better. Uh, I, I just had a guy the other day, four cylinder engine, never really had good ring seal, build him a gapless gas ported top ring combination. They just got it off the dyno. He's back. He goes, this is unbelievable. He, He, I won't even get into power numbers. He goes just off the bat. He goes, it's actually holding compression. It's unbelievable the difference. And all, you know, it was simply just a matter of reaching out to us, telling us what he's doing, what he's not happy about with the rings that he's just getting in the kit and us being able to apply what we know to what he's doing and say, this is the package you need. This is what's going to make the difference. And and he's elated. And we can tell stories like that all day long by just taking that time to understand their needs, what it is they expect out of that engine. So for those who haven't converted, hey, you just need to give us a call. Talk to us about what you're doing. You know, trust me, we've got a better mousetrap.
0: There you go. Final thought on the on the year, on the holidays to the audience out there, Keith.
3: Oh, it, it's been an insane year. As Lake said, I mean, you know, if we could push the dial past 11 since December, it's, it's just gone through the roof, uh, which is great. And and one of the things with, you know, with all this, you know, the COVID, uh, the automotive industry is, is really, you know, there are segments that have slowed down. There's certain, seg- you know, certain racing sectors that never happened, but by and large, this industry has been on fire all year long because people are out there. They've got time. They're finally working on those projects that they've wanted to work on for years. And as Lake said, I mean, I, I, did a, I did a set of rings for a Sherman tank. I mean, come on, guys. How, how crazier than that does it get? Uh, it, it's been nuts. So really looking forward to 2021, looking for 2021 to be the year we thought 2020 was going to be and, and getting on with our lives and, and, and seeing some sort of normalcy come back.
0: Love it. Keith, thank you. I love working with you on Hidden Horsepower. You always bring great energy, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Keith.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas and a happy holiday to everybody.
0: There you go. Keith Jones, director of technical sales for total seal. Now, Lake, you are next. What do you think about? There it is. Oh, the T-shirt. Yeah. Pitch some T-shirts there, Lake. Keith, you stand up and just do what you did a second ago and uh, hit them with where they can get this awesome T-shirt. Number one. Uh, Number two, tell us fast uh, about the Engine Expo. And number three, my question about the year and looking forward.
2: TotalSeal.com is where you go to get the t-shirt. The hidden horsepower t-shirts are on there. Matt did a great job getting uh some of his buddies to get us hooked up with the right material and everything done. So hidden horsepower t-shirts, total seal t-shirts available at uh totalseal.com. And uh to tag on to keith's thing and to answer his question, uh the unconverted are those who haven't tried a gap or a gas ported ring yet. That's I'm I'm a believer. I've been involved in a couple of tests with like Dean and out at Ron Shaver's place. I'm a born-again baptized believer in, in gas ported piston rings. If you if you're not using total seal for whatever reason, give the gas ported ring a try. You're not gonna be disappointed. And pa- past that, yeah, I'm just thankful uh to Matt and Keith for letting me be here. It's been a year since I I joined the team and, uh, elated to be here looking forward to, to next year and great things to come. So, uh, thanks for letting me join on the podcast and be a nerd about stuff. Sometimes it's been
0: tons of fun. Nerd, right. The nerds are cool now. It's a new world, right? Like the nerds are cool. Like the more, you know, the more you can share, the more knowledge you have in the circle that you run with. Right. I'm sure there are people that, uh, but I don't want to be hanging around with them. And another thing we've heard on the podcast, like you, you, the people you hang out with is your destiny. And you look around, you want to be the dumbest guy in the crew, because that means you're hanging out with some smart people. And I feel that way right now, Lake excellent work, Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you. Thank you for bringing such energy to the whole deal. And uh, when, when Matt told me you were coming on, I was like really excited and it's been awesome to just uh, do some episodes. And I appreciate it. And Matt, you get final word, of course. Uh, you started, the, you know, to made a big move with the company. You're out there racing. You're doing a lot. You came up with the idea for the podcast. Final thoughts for the holidays for the audience. You know who you're talking to. Everybody out there that might be listening to this deal. You have the floor. Lay it on us.
1: Well, first of all, we we have to be clear about who came up with the idea for the podcast. That was not me. I, I can never take credit for this. I may have approached you about this, but I didn't come up with the idea. My uh, my lovely wife, Amber, came oh. up with the idea. She was very adamant that we needed some sort of either an audio podcast or a video podcast, something along those lines. So if you remember right, some of the first conversations that we had with you, she was heavily involved with you on those discussions. Yes, so that is that's, true. That was, this was kind of her brainchild. So, it, and at the time I wasn't really sure that it's what we needed to do. It seemed like a good idea. But now that I look back and and see, it was just a, it was an incredible idea. It's going to be, this is going to be around for years and years and years. And I can't wait to be able to look back and listen to, uh, you know, a lot of the older podcasts five, 10 years from now.
0: Wow. Amber again, before you move on, like, I love that because I was wondering if Amber was going to get a shout out in this episode. No, we're very technical, very business oriented, but being able to get to know your better half at the races and to hear this story, which I, I don't think I had heard that just yet, that it was Amber, it all makes sense. She just brings so much to the table uh, and, so, you know, social media, that outside-the-box thinking. So this was all Amber's idea.
1: Yeah, it was definitely that. And then, you know, obviously, Keith and Lake have taken this and along with yourself, and you've ran with it to be, uh, you know, I, we're, we're going to look back upon all the episodes of the last, you know, if we were to look from today all the way back, the, the you know what, people's favorite episodes are. It might be Pat and see it might be Jason Line, it might be Ron Shaver. What their least favorite one is going to be is this one. Because <laughs> 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 there's no personality. No, you, you need, I mean, the reason that this works is because we have you as a moderator and you have one of us as a technical person, and then you take a personality that most people do not have the ability to call up Mark Cronquist or Jason Line or Ed Pink. Even if they had their phone number, they're probably not ever going to get through to that person or get them to talk about anything. So we've been able to take something and and leverage Total Seal in our relationships with customers and give that information, you know. So it's entertainment out to our customers, but yet teach them a lot about piston rings along the way. So that that's why this works so well. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really proud of everything that our entire team here has done. And and honestly. The shout out needs to go out to everybody that works here at Total Seal. Without each and every one of the of the individuals that work here, from our oxide department to our receiving shipping department to the lapping room to the CNCs to our sales team, each and every person has a job here and they do it. They do it phenomenal, and that's the reason Total Seal is a success. It isn't because of me. It isn't because of Keith. It isn't because of Lake. It's because all of us as a team are pulling together to really just make a better product at a competitive price and educate the customer of why they should call us.
0: Excellent. I agree. And I think it is fantastic. And our uh, one of our listeners out there, Jeff says he just bought four shirts. So even better. Ooh, we sold thank some- you. We bought, He bought one for each of us, I guess. Maybe that'll be our Christmas gift. He also says this might be a great group to cut loose with on Happy Hour. And he's referencing my podcast. And this podcast is better than my podcast, obviously. It has done a great job. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of you. Keith and Lake and Matt has been so much fun, uh, to do this and learn. And it's, that's what I strive to do is just be a little better, uh, today than I was yesterday and be better tomorrow than I was today with some piece of knowledge that I didn't have. And, uh, this has been being prepared and being ready. It's, it's been something that has definitely stretched me and I feel good about it. So thank you for all of that. I wish you all the best. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all of our listeners out there. Likewise, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. There are new episodes of Hidden Horsepower in the podcast feeds right now, or very soon, in fact. So go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, or SoundCloud, which I, I love, and that's connected to the TotalSeal.com website, where you're getting your T-shirts, and you can listen whenever you want. Multiple episodes are there waiting for you. Catch up, share it with your friends, and be ready. Gentlemen, anything, any final thought? Keith, final thought?
3: Wait, wait. Now this out real quick. Is uh yeah, we never yeah, you know, we didn't tell any stories, So I just very quickly ask Lake Speed a question. What is it can at what speed over the posted limit in Arizona is considered there criminal? 31 miles an hour over the supposed limit is criminal. And how just thought I throw that out there, but I just wanted to say thanks to everybody. Don't you don't want to know, Matt. You don't, don't want know, to know you <laughs> no, 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 always
0: a backstory. Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> he's not saying. He's not saying. Smart, smart Lake. Smart people are going to watch this. Lake, final thought. Oh, just uh, thankful for the
2: opportunity to be here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay safe during these crazy times.
0: Um, so yeah, hug your loved ones and see y'all down the road. There you go. Thank you very much, Lake Matt. Final thought for the audience.
1: Yeah, I just say, same thing. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, safety right now is is very important. Luckily, it looks like we got some vaccines coming. Hopefully, 2021 we can all get back. But in the meantime, uh, this is real. Don't underestimate it. I've got a lot of friends and, and people around me who have who have who have or have had COVID. The uh, everybody reacts differently to it. But just uh, protect yourself. Protect your family.
0: Appreciate you saying that. I agree. And just so everybody knows, the first I heard, the first personal interaction I I even had with it was because a friend of mine, a guy I know, went to South Korea and experienced it before it was even here. And that was Matt Hartford. When he told me the story about taking temperature and all that, I got religion immediately. Like, all right, this is real deal serious. I'm going to take it serious. And now we got light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, hopefully... 2021 we can all get uh you know vaccinated prepared ready to go and go out there and enjoy a little racing thank you matt i appreciate it thanks joe ladies and gentlemen this has been the first ever live edition of hidden horsepower go to facebook if you're not already a member of the group join the group you just have to request and we'll let you in of course and if you are not already subscribed apple podcasts Spotify, SoundCloud, and subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. And finally, don't forget the Engine Performance Expo. Go to engineperformanceexpo.com in January. You are going to learn so much, you're not going to believe it. But in the meantime, enjoy the holidays. Check out the episodes. Spend time with your family. And we will see you in 2021 on the other side. This has been Hidden Horsepower, presented by Total Seal. Thank you, everyone. Happy holidays.